Okay, hello everybody. How's it going? We are live on the Anaheim Community Foundation page with John Gustafaro, uh, Executive Director. Hey, John, how's it going? Hey, Victoria. It's going great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So my typical question when we get started, is this your first live? Um, you know what? I've done a lot of Zoom and I've done a lot of uh, um, online things similar, but I haven't done a Facebook Live before. So this is a first Yay! Facebook Live. So, well, I thank you, by the way, for doing this. I think what, what you're, you're doing to, to leverage the Facebook Live, to elevate and spotlight nonprofits is just amazing. So thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Well, thank you for being a part of the um, the idea and the innovative way of doing so. I think it's um, a great way to highlight, but something that is it's um, current and live, but then it it exists beyond the Zoom call or the right. go to meeting meeting, because um, I think people nowadays are. Um, it's hard to go back to that email and click a link to then be sent to the recording, right? How many times do we save we save a recording saying, oh, I'll watch it later. Yeah, Whereas yeah. with uh, Facebook, um, you know, you asked one time, like, why did I choose this method? Right. And I think it's because I know post-COVID, everyone was on their phones, everyone's searching for information, and everyone's doing this, you know, yeah. uh, swipe, um, swiping on their phone. And with Facebook, it's just right in your face and you can't help but just pause for a moment and watch. So that's right. So that well, was well you know, I have a big background in, in marketing and branding. And it's, yes. it's the fact that we are all inundated with probably 10,000 advertising messages a day, whether we're scrolling or tunnel surfing or driving yeah. or whatever. And yeah, it's to break through that clutter is always mm -hmm. it's a challenge for anybody. I mean, even yeah. for profits, nonprofits. But I think this is an innovative way to kind of catch you in your tracks. And then yes. you pin it or save it and all that stuff. And it's it is Definitely. a very obviously a very interactive. Um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. been very fun. I enjoy it, and um, I uh, am excited about today um, yeah. because I know you and I have worked um, very closely the last yeah. year with in Anaheim, um, the Samueli Foundation and uh, Anaheim Community Foundation. It's no no surprise that we've been partnering a lot this last year. So I am excited to give to, to give you the opportunity to talk about ACF. And the main reason why we're here today is to talk about and prepare the community for Impact Anaheim. So, yeah. So how about we start off with um, talking about who is Anaheim Community Foundation and what what's their role? Sure. Absolutely. Well, we're a 501c3 nonprofit, but we are a foundation, which, which means something different. Uh, and I'll explain that to you. But the foundation itself has been around for 31 years, established in 1984. I had the pleasure of serving on the board for many years and watching the foundation grow, just doing great work. But it was volunteer-led and volunteer-driven, doing great work you know, for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. um, and when I was on the board, um, Orange County Community Foundation actually said, like, what can we do to help even elevate your capacity even further to do more? And part of that meant shifting from being solely volunteer driven to having, you know, someone kind of help lead the way. And having worked in Anaheim for over 20 years and in the nonprofit sector for most of those years, um, right in Anaheim, I thought, wow, this seems like a great opportunity where I can shift from my previous role at the YMCA to having a greater impact, to impact many nonprofits in Anaheim. So that's kind of kind of my story, how I got Yes, yes, definitely. But, 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 you know, some people, I, I, I get it. Some people, like like a lot of uh, organizations, you, you may not know we exist, or if you do, you may not know what we do. So I appreciate this mm -hmm. opportunity. Um, but like I said, for, for uh, since 1984, we've been around, I think this past year and a half since I've been on board, I've had the pleasure of just being able to, to talk about the foundation and be able to show our impact in action. You know, I think mm -hmm. um, Orange County Community Foundation helping to um, guide us through a strategic plan, um, to establish more capacity to do more in Anaheim. And obviously partnerships with, with Samueli Foundation, for example, has certainly elevated our capacity even further in those partnerships. But I would summarize the foundation's impact in, in three key ways. Mm -hmm. I mean, as a foundation, elevating the work of nonprofits, it's a big key. Um, the, uh, I think you've said this before, that the nonprofits in many ways are the reflected light of, of the impact. But while we don't do a lot of direct service and programs, we help make the programs and missions of other nonprofits um, um, even brighter and even stronger. So when we so we elevating the work of nonprofits, 
um, connecting donors to make a difference. So if a donor wants to make a difference, certainly they can give to any nonprofit they'd like, but also the foundation is, is, a, is a hub of philanthropic support. So we can guide a donor toward a, toward a nonprofit or to a fund that we've established that's making, you know, that's having a, uh, uh, making a difference in the needs of, uh, of our residents in Anaheim. And then third, it's ultimately to enrich the lives of Anaheim residents. I mean, the foundation's work can be seen either directly or even behind the scenes on many things in, in the daily lives of residents during the summer, like, you know, summer concerts in the park and, and mm -hmm. uh, community gardens, but also in a very real sense right now. Um, we've, we've uh, we're in the process of implementing three, close to $3 million in, in grants that are helping nonprofits address, address uh, the crisis, this pandemic that we're in now. So um, it's a handful, but like just to categorize it again, I mean, to elevate the work of nonprofits, to, to, to connect the struggle and just donors to make a difference that's meaningful to them, and ultimately enrich the lives of Anaheim residents. And there's a lot more that goes underneath each of them. So, yeah. You know, there's an opportunity. I'd love to talk about just the nonprofits for a little bit too. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, I think so. And I, maybe this is also a little quick plug for um, how, we're, how we're doing that with the Hive. You know, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had the pleasure, I mean, for people, I've known you, Victoria, for, for many years, even before I started, uh, at, actually, before we each started off at the Anaheim Community Foundation and the Samueli Foundation. Yeah. You know, you were at 1MC, and I did some trainings there, and you did a mm -hmm. lot of amazing work there. Um, but I think we're where we're supposed to be right now, you know, leveraging those years of expertise to have a greater yeah. impact. Um, so it's just, it just worked out fantastic. You know, I have a saying, and, and, and I say this all the time, you've heard it before, that that in fundraising, um, fundraising is not the goal, relationships are the goal, and fundraising is the outcome. And having those relationships, those partnerships and stewardship is so vital. Um, and oftentimes that leads to opportunities um, that go beyond just going right in for the ask. And I think we were in the right place at the right time where Sam Welly Foundation saw, wait, this, this could be an opportunity to partner with the NM Community Foundation so we can do our work together in tandem and synergistically. And one of the needs we both saw right away was that, you know, in addition to grants to nonprofits, a lot of nonprofits just need space, physical space. I mean, we see that every day. We see that for even in the, in the business and for-profit sense, right? We're having these, these uh, you know, uh, um, works, workstations and not these full-fledged offices. So why not have that for nonprofits? Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, Sam Elliott Foundation has been instrumental and truly been the, the, the backing behind this, both financially and, 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 and the physical space too. Um, but to be able, what is last August that we officially launched our kickoff, um, to have over 15 nonprofits have a place to do their work and advance their yeah. mission. And yes. yeah, I know we've heard of many great stories of those, like if, if it wasn't for this space, we wouldn't have been able to get from here to here, right? So, right. By the way, I can't wait till the hives back open. Obviously, I know. Well, and I, in person, in, in I have a feeling we're going to get busier because, um, you know, I, I just learned about a nonprofit the other day who is um, deciding that they don't need their office space. You know, they've been able to manage remotely. And so I said, uh, well, if you need conference room space, you know, just let us know. And they said, definitely, we'll probably reach out to you. But I think right now in, um, uh, in, in the triaging phase of, of what's going on uh, because of COVID, nonprofits are assessing what they can and can't do and what they need and not, don't really need. And uh, office space might be that key. I think as a work culture, we are realizing how much we can do and how efficient we can be remotely. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's been- We're all realizing that, aren't we? I mean, like, wait, we really could have done these meetings virtually all, all the oh, time. Oh, yes, right. yes, and and cut down on travel time yeah. and cut down on on um, finding even finding a space pro bono or for free to do it. So yes, I'm very excited for when the Hive does reopen and what that's going to mean for yeah. for our space, but also, you know, being on the funding side, uh, I'm excited to to see what other how other funders um, perceive it, and maybe it's a, a new type of philanthropy, right? A new, um, I mean, yeah. there's been funders that have funded capacity building before, but this definitely has opened our eyes to the different types of um, capacity building opportunities, and the Hive is just an example of that. And it's a great 
public-private partnership too, because we wouldn't be able to provide it without the backing of the Honda Center. You know, we are in a Honda Center building. And so the Samuelis obviously are uh, owners of the Ducks. And so it's that great, great example of uh, when those three combined come together. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm so grateful for, that we were able to do that in, in a really fast sense. I mean, yes. from, from concept to, to, to launching it. And, uh, yeah. and I think, I think we've even, since we opened last August have shifted with the times and listening to our nonprofits and we're probably going to continue mm-hmm. doing that. So how can the hive still be a vibrant space mm-hmm. considering that, Many are working remotely or will utilize the hive as their central spot to have meetings like this because yes. we have the technology built in as well. So um, yeah. that'll be an interesting conversation to continue having. But yeah, that's, I mean, to be able to say that we elevate the work as both of us as foundations, the work of nonprofits um, mm-hmm. and for the, the Anaheim Foundation specifically to be able to say, you know, in addition to grants that we, that we provide to nonprofits, we also have other opportunities such as yes. the hive physical space. Yeah. So let's talk about one of the other more current um, opportunities, the rapid response grant. I wanted to give you an opportunity. I know you talk about where it's already been and what's coming. I think it'd be helpful for uh, people who serve Anaheim to know about that. I'd love that. Yeah. Thanks for that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, part of the things for our foundation was really to become, like I said, this hub of philanthropic support. And part of that, that is building community trust, and awareness, and you know, when the pandemic hit, and um, and uh, city council passing a fifteen million dollar response and recovery program, mm-hmm. they look, and they have a diverse way to 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 utilize those funds. And one of the ways, well, how do we work right in the community and work with nonprofits like the Anaheim Community Foundation? I'm very grateful that the Anaheim Community Foundation was at a place where we were looked at as, wow, um, yes. let's have ACF manage this. So that was the first step. That's and initially, yes. yeah, absolutely. I'm very grateful. And we were, I tell you, we just jumped in the high gear. When I say we, it's me and my amazing board of directors. Yeah. Um, I mean, just going above and beyond. Um, and we put together a grants program. So we were given $2 million initially um, to, to, to make recommendations of how we would utilize that. So we, my board and I, developed a, a spending plan and a contract with the city, basically, with how we would utilize this $2 million. And really the majority of that we said would go into rapid, what we called rapid response grants because we knew we had to act fast because the need was now. Right. So we said, let's have about 1.4 million of that 2 million go towards what we called rapid response grants. And really to get those most basic, vital needs of the community, we're seeing in the community, food, groceries, uh, you know, PPE items, uh, you know, access to food as well, delivery for seniors and um, those who are at like one check away from being homeless, those things like that. So um, we yeah, probably within under a month, we gave 40, uh, 40 nonprofits awards um, ranging anywhere from 5,000 to 190,000. That's the highest grant. Wow. That's based on the impact. Absolutely. And that totaled a little over 1.4 million. And, 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 and most of those, most of those grants are a timeline of one to three months. Because at the time, we didn't know, like, how long is this pandemic going to last, right? right. We, we thought that would be probably a logical timeline to work with. And we could reevaluate that, which is where we are now. Um, I mean, the nonprofits have been grateful, beyond grateful, they've been amazing at putting these dollars into action, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and in a very real way, you could see it in our community. You could see lines around the block. Of yeah. people like the YMCA where I used to work serving, you know, close to 30,000 meals a week and mm-hmm. uh, seniors serve really addressing seniors. I can go on. Um, and it's all on our website. We have all 40 nonprofits listed and a little summary of what they did, the amount they got. Um, but most recently, just a few weeks ago, really, city council said, look, um, this has been a successful um, <laughs> way to make a difference. Let's yes. uh, let's, ha- let's give another million dollars to ACF. Um, to oh, awesome. So now, so, so in total, this, what we're calling response and now recovery, really um, okay. $3 million. So, so that's kind of where we are now. And I, in the next day or so, really, we're going to be launching a second wave of grants. And it'll okay. be open to both our current grantees to continue their work. Okay. Or, you know, to either expand the timeline or expand the breadth of who they're serving. Um, but it'll also be open to new grantees as well. Um, okay. The criteria will still cover those basic vital necessities that are so important, but also we're expanding a little bit too. 
some of those other support services, some of those other emerging needs that we're seeing now, you know, maybe some families are starting to go back to work, you know, maybe childcare is an issue or you just even providing meals to nonprofits during childcare time. So those are the things we're looking at. We're going to, you know, as part of that, it's a, it's a, I'd say fairly short grant application, but as part of that, the, the nonprofit has the opportunity to tell us what are the needs you're seeing and how is your organization aligned to serve those needs? And, you know, what can you do with the funds? And, the range will likely be a little lower this time, so we can, you know, have a diverse impact. But likely five thousand to one hundred fifty thousand for this kind of final wave of grants. But um, okay. yeah, it's been it's, it's been important work, and yes. um, for for me personally and for ACF to kind of rise to the challenge and and to uh, to really not just say what we do, but show what we do. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, and and also it's an opportunity for the city to say that you know we. We found room in our budget to uh, serve our community and what better way to do it than, you know, place it in your local community foundation um, and give them the, the current, the, the, you know, empower them to help yeah. make those decisions on behalf of the community. So it's a, that, like, that like, in like itself is a great partnership. I think so too. Right. I mean, it's, it's utilizing the expertise, right. Mm -hmm. You know, let's, let's like, the safety of our citizens is important. The foundation has mm -hmm. the expertise to put these funds in action in a very rapid way and oversee yes. the funds. They get the impact report. So that's the things that we're doing. So like, it's a great partnership. And, it, and and as you said, it's a great story for the city to tell, a great story for ACF to tell, and a great story for these 40 and soon to be more nonprofits yeah. to tell about yeah. their ultimate. I mean, what's this all point to really? It's residents who were in need mm -hmm. um, um, are having those needs filled which is, yeah. I mean, really what it's all about. That's great. And so for, so you said it was 2 million initially, and then they're adding a million for a total of 3 million that yeah. you'll be giving out. And this next million is adding on the idea of recovery and emerging needs that might be coming. Uh, just so everyone's clear who happens to come across it, they do have to mention in the application how the money's going to serve Anaheim directly, correct? That's true. Yeah, Okay. absolutely. Grant criteria will be there, but you're right. Since, since it's the Anaheim Community Foundation and mm -hmm. to serve the city of Anaheim, and we've had some nonprofits who are based in Anaheim, who serve Anaheim, some who are maybe based on the outskirts, but serve Anaheim. But as long as the residents are impacted, and so we can be able to tell that cumulative story of impact. Wonderful. Um, yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, congratulations. That's good. Good for ACF. Great for the community, and great for the nonprofits who are who are not serving basic needs that have been wondering. Okay you know, eventually basic needs will not go away. I think basic needs is always needed, but we are going to be getting into that post recovery and right. getting back to the new normal. And mm -hmm. uh, where do those nonprofits fit in before they sadly might may go away, right? There are some nonprofits that are on the verge of figuring out how do I you know, keep afloat? So that's good news. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's, let's move into, um, other ways of funding, other types of funding opportunities. Sure. And uh, what we're you know, mainly here to, to talk about is Impact Anaheim and the Giving Day coming up uh, that is um, partnered with uh, OCCF. So tell us about that. Yeah, so I'll, I'll just preface, I mean, so something we, we probably all heard of is something like Giving Tuesday, which is a mm -hmm. great way just to harness the power of giving on, on, on one day, right? But we also know on, on days like that, we're, we're typically inundated with a lot of emails because this is the yes. day we talk about giving, right? So Orange County Community Foundation, who we partner with a lot. Um, and uh, let me add really quick for those that yeah. don't know, because this is, um, I love that we're doing this on your page because it's going to people that probably aren't in nonprofit. So they may yeah. not know, they just know that there's a local community foundation. Yeah. The typical giving day globally is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Okay. And the, I, the concept came from, you know, we've got Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday. Cyber Let's throw in something for the nonprofit sector right. and have a Giving Tuesday. Um, personally, I think giving should happen before all of those things, but at least we're in there. So yeah. Giving Tuesday is a global uh, giving day, which is, it has its own website, its own entity, and I, I love them. I think they are a huge asset to our sector. And then... Um, and then we just had a recent Giving Tuesday now on May 5th as a result of COVID. They 
put together another one. Yeah. Um, so just little background for those people who are like, I don't know, I've never heard of Giving Day because it is yeah. possible. But yeah. Orange County Community Foundation has kind of taken it a step further. And um, and that's where where uh, yours comes in. So yeah. proceed. Yeah. So it, it, so they've they found success in having giving days, but a little more focused. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's have a giving day focused on on needs or geographic areas or, or both. Right. You know. So over this past over a year, they've they've had several giving days where they've had you know say about ten nonprofits who who all focus on a similar need. And yeah. it's really just a rally support. And it's a, it's a way to still shine a light on giving just as Giving Tuesday does, but on a more you know specific front. So Impact Anaheim is one of several they've done, but in, Impact Anaheim is, will be June 17th. It's a one day of giving. Yes. And really it, the focus is on providing and serving the needs of underserved youth in Anaheim. I think you know serving youth is, is an important thing. And um, there's been others on the Career and workforce development and and, uh, and veterans and things like that. But I think that mm -hmm. youth, I mean, this is really the future of Anaheim, right? This is an opportunity. Yeah. So what the ACF um, did said, look, we'd love to be involved. We'd love to also rally several nonprofits who serve youth. And again, this, these aren't the only nonprofits who serve youth because several other nonprofits did other giving days, but these are nonprofits who, who said, yeah, I would love to be part of this giving day. And, yeah. uh, and we will all kind of tell the same story and we'll raise money either individually or even collectively just toward the cause of youth. Um, and I'll just rattle them off right away. So ACF yeah. is involved as kind of the epicenter, but also we're raising funds for the youth programs that we help run, um, okay. like youth program scholarships and our Helping Hands grant program, which predominantly provides grants for, for youth related programs. Um, but there's also um, the Anaheim Ballet, if there's you, um, Big Brothers and Big Sisters, Boys and Girls Club of Anaheim, Chance Theater, um, Girls Inc., uh, and uh, Voice of Refugees. And I think I got all that. So, uh, it, oh, there's also Network Anaheim, which really runs Family Wastes um, um, Family Resource Center as well. So, okay. so all of us, you know, will be going to have a collective goal of uh, 75000 that day. Um, okay. You know, I'm gonna, yeah, John. Please. I'm gonna move. Actually, I'm just gonna move to the website too. So as you're please talking, yeah. people can yeah. can see that where they are. So if you go to Impact Anaheim, um, the it's on the OC OC Nonprofit Central um, website, which is hosted by Orange County Community Foundation. So for those nonprofits listening, or or any person listening that is curious about other nonprofits in Orange County, the Orange County Community Foundation has a Nonprofit Central website. It's like a database of all nonprofits, and anyone can go and, and search. If you're a nonprofit, you should be listed. You should make sure you're listed. Um, so if you're not, go there. And if you're a community member looking to learn about who's serving your community from the nonprofit sector, this is also a great um, a great place to go. So this is what the page looks like. And so go ahead, John, and just kind of talk us through it. Sure. Yeah, there, and you're seeing a subset of the, the nonprofits I mentioned. If you, if you can scroll to the left or right, or it says as those logos, you'll see a few of the others too. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. So you can show everybody. Awesome. Yeah. So we're all telling a story, and, and you know, I look at this as a fundraising and and awareness raising opportunity. So we can talk about our missions, but are also our common focus on serving the youth of Anaheim. Um, so that's what Impact Anaheim is uh, is about. Um, like I said, June seventeenth. What I'd like you to do right now, if you're listening, just mark your calendars. Um, you could certainly go to the website, look at it, but there's no um, call to action to give right now. It's, it's, it's building toward the one day of giving. So we're really going to be doing a lot of social media and marketing leading up to that. Each of us, each of our organizations will be doing kind of peer-to-peer -peer fundraising. So you'll be hearing a lot more about it on social media um, over the next couple of weeks leading up to this. Um, but yeah, just for now, mark your calendars for June 17th. Tell your friends about it. And hopefully, I mean, every, obviously every dollar counts and it's an opportunity to, to make a difference in the, in the lives of, of youth who live in our city, youth and teens and all across the board. That's great. And so um, one thing, so if I click, so just for those who are listening and so for those who want to know how to get involved, um, there's other ways you can get involved too by not by just giving. Um, if I click on one of the links, so what's great is all of these um, partnering uh, logos take them to their personal page. Is that correct? It takes them to their to their Impact Anaheim page. We have this is kind of the overall one. We also have a specific mm -hmm. Impact Anaheim page. So 
it, while we all have our own websites, this is the opportunity to go to our actually giving day page for Attack Anaheim to tell the story and what the what any funds will do for that day. Okay, great. I was trying to actually show that. Let me just see if I can uh, do that really quick. That way people can see. Oh, there it is. And so this actually has your, it's like your private page right. and people can see what, um, if they did give at whatever level, it would let them know what that would contribute to, correct? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, uh, the ACF is gonna focus on two prominent funds that we run and it's the our, our youth program scholarship fund where uh, you know there's families who might wanna sign up for an Anaheim based program whether it be STEM or uh, a camp or enrichment, recreation, um, you know these these program scholarships help families and, and cover the cost of those for their um, for their families. Um, also, our Helping Hands grant program, so that will be another way. And by the way, we're still refining the lingo on here, so this is the, kind of behind the scenes, but it's totally fine. But this is kind of what it will look like um, uh, in, in the in the coming days. So. Um, where donors will say that I would like to give to the youth scholarship fund, or I would like to give to the Helping Hands fund, which I know will will help other youth serving organizations through grants um, that specifically help those serving youth in Anaheim. So, uh, and that's that's ACF's perspective. And then if you click on any of the other logos, you'll see you know what Big Brothers and Big Sister does, or you know what Chance Theater does to engage teens in the arts, things like that. And and I, we can't ignore we are now too. I mean, you'll see some lingo on there that this is this is unprecedented times right now. And we talk about youth programs, but well, wait a minute. There are no youth. Well, there's there's very little youth programs going on right now, just due to you know being right, so yeah. socially distant. But I mean, what a what better time to start talking about that? As many nonprofits are figuring out how they're going to navigate this or how they're going to transition in the coming weeks, because yeah. whether it be virtually or or just a, a different way of engaging kids personally, but in a safe way. So, um, so I think that's important to start talking about that, and also not ignore where we are right now. Um, it's a very real sense, but I think in many ways youth need these enrichment and recreational programs more than ever. You know, I mean, summer is a time where you know there's summer learning loss, where we we want kids to come back to school in the fall or whatever track they're on for school. Mm -hmm. You know to continue on that path of learning. Yeah. And uh, many of these programs do just that. And giving giving to them now in this capacity is actually, you know, for those listening, it actually is a part of helping their recovery uh, phase. This is, this is a, a recovery type gift because a lot of these organizations that, you know, you have listed, they have, well, now they're calling them summer experiences because they want to stay away from the camp, you know, lingo, because yeah, People sure. hear camp and they think in person, like you can't have a camp. So they are, a lot of them have transitioned. They're programming virtually. They're doing online programming, classes, workshops, YouTube videos, um, posting things. And that that still costs money. Just because it's being posted online doesn't mean it's, it's free and easy. But they also got to pay staff. You know, they got to still pay staff to transition these programs online. So there's a lot going on in the youth sector. Um, yeah. People just don't see it because they're not driving by schools and they're not seeing after school happening. They're not seeing, um, you know, people playing in the park. But there are a lot of them behind the scenes supporting the schools, giving them resources, giving, um, sharing them with the, those videos or the or adding to teacher curriculum. I know it's been very difficult for teachers to make the transition so quickly, and nonprofits have really supported. The process in in providing them with that information or that content so um so yes while people are thinking well what's going on with youth you know there's nothing to do there's actually a lot to do a lot going on. if Absolutely. you're if you're following a lot of the youth serving organizations um, particularly the ones listed here so if you if you're curious like well how do, how do i help them well you can help them by by giving on this day to continue their efforts in making sure that youth have a uh, a fun summer experience at home. <laughs> um, and I'll make that too. I mean, meeting donors where they are is so important. And you know, mm -hmm. there may be donors who who already have an affinity for one of the organizations we mentioned, and that's fine. Yeah. Go directly to them. 
Yeah. Um, there may be somebody who says, I, I believe in the cause. I just believe in youth, but I don't know who specifically to give right. it to. So we also have just an impact Anaheim general um, mm -hmm. level to give. So if someone says, I just want to support the cause and, you know, and can divvy that up among all these nonprofits. And that's another Great. way to do it. But it's all about just being donor centric. That's what we do. I mean, you want, when, when you give, anybody that has given, it feels good. And especially it feels good if it's meaningful to you. And uh, so if, you know, if the arts are important to you, there's an opportunity to do that. If, uh, if uh, like I said, youth enrichment programs are important as well. So it's an opportunity for donors to look and they have a menu of options to look at and give. But like I said, they can also just give the overall cause. Just make a, a wide difference that way too. That's great. And so if they want to do that, there, are you suggesting that that's on the ACF page button or is that its own separate that's its own separate thing. Yeah, this one just called okay. Impact Anaheim, Impact Anaheim specifically. Okay. And uh, so if I if uh, if, if I want to know more about my community foundation, you know, I think the idea of a community foundation is a, you know some foreign to some people. Usually, yeah. typically, they do just give straight. Like I'll just give straight to Big Brothers, or I'll give straight to Pure Game. Um, but what are other reasons why people should? be mindful of their local community foundation or or how do they learn more and get involved sure absolutely um i mean just nuts and bolts I, our website it's anaheimcf.org um, okay. and it tells our story explains exactly what we do and um our social media handles are the same it's anaheimcf um, on instagram facebook too so let's share a lot that way um, but it tells a story. Yeah, there it is. Perfect. Yeah. So it tells a general story of who we are as a foundation. And like and I mentioned earlier, I mean, it's a nonprofit has as a foundation. I, 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 I like that word foundation. And obviously it means something different because we are a, a foundation rather than just a, a, a program provider. Uh, but I look at our foundation as, as building a foundation of opportunity for all, and whether it be nonprofits or the residents directly themselves. Um, and, and donors themselves. So donors, we, we can guide donors to make a difference that they want to make. So oftentimes it's, it's donors having the opportunity to donate to a fund that exists already, such as our Community Emergency Assistance Fund or a Youth Program Scholarship Fund or the Community Impact Grant Fund, which we partner with Sam Willey Foundation on. Um, so there's many opportunities for donors today, like that really aligns with what I, what, what I value. And I want to get to that. Sometimes it's also establishing a fund in their name. There's a family who wants to set up a family uh, fund um, for them. We can we can do that as well. So those are some of the things that we do. And there's a there's a list of things that you can see. So um, a, a donor can support any cause that's important to them. I mean, it could be something that impact, impacts the, the very neighborhood that they live in. Um, and the donors that get at the foundation are 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 far and wide. I mean, they're there are large organizations such as Samuel Foundation, Disneyland, and you know, obviously with the Rapid Response Grant, the city, and many others. There's also residents themselves who have said, look, who have risen to the challenge to give and who have given to our emergency assistance fund. So, um, yeah, thanks for showing those pages. So that kind of sh shows it as well. Yeah, I but, think it's yeah. that's important for people to know because too often, um, especially individuals that aren't are from nonprofit sector or aware of the nonprofit sector, they they want to give to um, to their local police or fire or or they see a gap and yeah. they tend to lean towards starting their own nonprofit and not yeah. realizing that, well, there might be a fund already available that you could donate to that would address that versus starting something fresh and having to work through the legality of it and work through, you know, um, all that 501c messiness. It's a lot, right? Um, we can, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think it's, and, and not every city has their own community foundation. So Anaheim is unique. And just that list, you know, on that, that we just saw that there's youth programs, there's cultural performing arts, there's community, you know, the Flag Day, the Freedom Fund, the Homeless Project. Um, so if you are in Anaheim and you see, you see a problem or you see a gap in services, check, you know, go to your local community foundation website first and make sure there's not a fund or a program that already exists. Um, because if it's already embedded in the city, you could probably bet the city's behind it. So um, the last thing you want to do is go up against your 
your city <laughs> and potential funding. Um, so yeah, I just think it's important for people to know when something already exists so that there's not too much. And, and I think it's important. In many ways, the foundation is also just a connector and a convener. Mm -hmm. we, we're very aware of the work that nonprofits are doing, the synergy that exists between them. And, and many times yeah. we could just be a, a strategic advisor for, for anybody wanting to make a difference. Yeah. Oftentimes we may say, hey, there's a fund that's really aligned with what you're talking about, mm -hmm. or maybe a program going on that, that just yeah. doesn't involve the foundation that we make them aware of as well. Or right. there may be a business moving in Anaheim and they said, look, we want to make a difference. We really want to invest in our CSR, corporate social responsibility. Do you have any thoughts on how we might do that? Like that's a foundation can provide that as well. Yes. Yes. I think that's great. So if I'm a nonprofit and I want to make sure you know about me, what do I do? Just in general, if you're a nonprofit and you want to be. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a nonprofit and I serve Anaheim or I'm looking to serve Anaheim and I want to make sure that, yeah. you know, my local community foundation knows, oh, sure. right, yeah. what yeah. should I do or how should I, um, you know, how do I get involved as a nonprofit with my local Anaheim yeah. community foundation? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, certainly reach out. A lot of nonprofits just have, have their connection with the foundation has been either through a grant process. So go to our website, look at mm -hmm. opportunity that may impact organizations. We mentioned a few already, and I should just mention one thing too. Likely in July, uh, July slash August, we'll be launching another, our Helping Hands grant program, which will oh, also okay. help getting some of these other needs in, in our community. That's another opportunity for nonprofits to say, yeah, I would like to apply for, for funding and to help my, my, my nonprofit advance our mission. Um, others, uh, just reach out. I mean, I'm, my email is on there, but also just the general ACF email. I just want to send us a note, um, reach out. Um, uh, an organization reached out last week that said, hey, we just want to introduce ourselves, we do a Zoom call, and I did, and learned what they did. And it's just to get on our radar, right? Okay. Um, there's also, if a nonprofit says, like, I really want to learn more about the Hive, there's also a Hive page where you could say, look, you could just submit an interest form and we could talk with you more about those sort of needs. So, yeah, I mean, the, the contact information is on there. And I'd say, I'd say, take, I'd say just in general, um, being proactive and innovative. And as I started our conversation today, our relationships are the goal, fundraising is the outcome. Yeah. And yeah. those relationships with your foundation are important, but also with your fellow nonprofits, with your with your donors, know. just in general, right? And sometimes nonprofits reach out to say, hey, you know, I I like that nugget of wisdom you posted or whatever. Can you share more? <laughs> and I love yeah. seeing nonprofits with that quest for learning. I know you do do it as well. I think yeah, it's a trainer yeah. in us, right? <laughs> it's really yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Definitely. Anyway. Bottom line, the, the, our website has, has many channels to get, whether it's a direct email just to say, hey, or, or a specific grant opportunity or the Hive interest form and things like that. Mm -hmm. And also follow us on social media. Send us a note, comment. Yes. Or, it also gets on our radar as well. Def oh, yes. That's so, yes, very, very important. I have learned about so many more people and organizations because they've taken the time to like, share, comment if you and and I, actually I'm I'm gonna talk about this in one of my posts next week um, or have a conversation uh, in the group that I started is uh, the we can't we're not networking in person anymore but don't underestimate the power of a comment or a like and that's gonna open up your network as well because there are people that um, I've never known never heard of but because they bothered to just say something, on a post, now they have my attention, right? So um, it's, I, I agree. Okay, so I, I know you're interviewing me, but I just want to ask you the question over that because you just mentioned this group you started, like oh, yeah. about it again, everybody listening. Sure. It's really exciting what you've done. It's kind of spot yeah, I know, I'd be happy to. No, it's nice to be interviewed. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I started the um, OC nonprofit Staying Connected and um, it really came from this idea the Tuesday after all of this craziness happened. Um, and I just felt this, this weird sense of urgency to, to just remain connected. I had a feeling we were going to be here a while. I don't know why it just was kind of in my gut. And I said, you know what, how are we going to stay connected and how are we going to make sure that we're helping one another? Um, and then the, so that was one thing. And then the second thing was, I am a people person, as you know. I thrive on connection and I thrive on 
my meet and greets in the morning. So at the hive, my common routine was to walk in, get my coffee, and then just make the rounds and say good morning, say hello to those who were already there. My, I always had an open door. People would come in and stop by and check in and say hi. And I'm like, I am not going to get that. And I didn't want to wait two weeks to maybe fall into this little, you know, a little bit of depression <laughs> from lack of that because I could, I could totally see my that happening. Um, so I'm like, I just got to get connected now and just, and I had a feeling other people were going to feel the same way. And we, I started off with just inviting like 20, 30 people and now we're up to 430 people. And Isn't that amazing? That's, yeah. that's so great. Yeah. Yeah. And some of these we fun. know, some of them are new and it's, it's great to kind of expand our network and, and, it and is. thank you for sparking that. They know okay. I, I, my pleasure. And I feel lucky and fortunate that I work for a foundation that believes in capacity building, believes in innovation and um, has that very business mindset um, and just believes that, that, you know, they hired me to be a resource um, to Anaheim originally, right? To resource to you, a resource to Anaheim serving nonprofits in preparation of, you know, what's, what's coming on our for-profit side. And once, once this happened, I just told Gerald in an email with what I was doing, I said, uh, it's not just Anaheim. <laughs> um, you know, originally I was just going to do a group for the hive. And then I thought, you know what, this isn't a time to be uh, exclusive. This is a time, you know, for everyone. And so I just said, here we are, let's connect. And, um, and it's been so much fun learning and and inspiring nonprofits to just do it. I mean, I've clearly had my glitches. I've had my moments of, um, oh my gosh, what, what am I gonna do? And you roll with it. And I've had some people email me or you know, private message me um, later saying, you know what? The fact that you just did it and got through it, it I, I realized I don't have to be perfect and I'm just going to do it too. I'm like, awesome. That then Isn't that interesting. Like it's an unanticipated <laughs> learning, right? Because they see yeah. that you can get kind of get through that on the fly, right? Like you're on the stage right now. You like I could do that. Or I think another thing that you've exemplified is that this is something that you did obviously that benefits nonprofits and the community, but yeah. but you personally too. This is a meaningful yeah. thing for you to do. Yeah. And like anything, like anything that we, 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 we want to do when, when it's meaningful to us, it, it, it's almost, I don't say effortless, but it's a lot yeah. easier than tackling something that you just got in your wheelhouse, right? It and is. I, I agree. I talk a lot about that. And I think that really speaks to what, you know, your, your personal mission may be around, you, you already mentioned, you know, you're a people person and, yeah. you know, community impacts is important too. It speaks to a kind of a larger personal mission that you have. So anyway, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, thanks for the question. No, I appreciate, I, you know, I love sharing the story and seeing where it's gone. And uh, I will, we welcome more people. So if you're hearing about it, just, just in Facebook search OC nonprofits, we'll, we're like the first thing that comes up because there's not much um, with that tagline. So join us and uh, there's lots of great resources in there. I, the other thing I've loved about it and been inspired by is just the amount of sharing and the amount of collaboration um, going on within the sector—it's really been wonderful to see that, and um, and people learning from one another, but then also referring. And um, you know, some nonprofits I've seen—they've taken a step back in some of their services, and not and and not and really humble themselves and not afraid to say, "Oh, if you're doing this, awesome. We're going to send our clients for this over here, or we're going to do yeah. that over here." So really everyone banding together to make sure that the community gets what it needs. So. It's a wealth of knowledge. I mean, how about scrolling through, right? Just scroll yeah. through the, uh, your page there. It's like, you can see what everybody's doing, but they're also resharing. I think I just posted something initially too. I'll just yes. another quick plug because it, re it relates to the foundation, but yes. I also serve on the board of um, Orange County Advisors and Philanthropy. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday, the, the, the yeah. Uh, uh, but I posted a flyer on there as well. Um, but I'll be presenting on what how ACF has been responding to this crisis. But also we'll have uh, Kathleen Otero from Orange County Community Foundation talking about how they've responded, and also Wonderful. Doug McKay from United Way. And, oh, and we've been keeping in contact throughout this whole thing too, because if what we're doing yeah. is not mutually exclusive, so we want to be able to tell the story of what we're doing in Anaheim, but also mm -hmm. in the county overall. So 
if anybody wants to tune in, um, it, it's free and yeah. it's just a great opportunity to kind of hear three different voices. And we'll also be have a little bit more information just about donor advised funds and things at the end. But mm -hmm. if you want to hear a little bit, you the panel of about four speakers speaking. So, but that's on that's posted on your page as well. Yes, I saw it. Thank you. No, and and it really is one of those things. It's I I don't. I mean, yes, I started it, but yeah. it's not owned by anyone. That's the other beauty of, of Samueli. Um, they really want, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm paid to think about things that have a sustainable um, uh, future and model. And so, so it's not something owned by us. It's something yeah. that is for the community or the nonprofit community. And so, yes, anyone can post um, as long as it's not um, self uh, you know, driven or, or it's not something about your business, but it's something for the sector. So yeah, I love it. Um, well, I can end the call just without saying uh, one more thank you, just to, uh, in terms of your role at Samueli Foundation. Thank you yeah. for, for, for being part of their impact in Anaheim, specifically for yeah. seeing the potential of Anaheim Community Foundation to do more, especially if we partner together. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Samueli Foundation has been a, a vital part of our growth. Um, both from the operational behind-the-scenes stuff to grow our capacity, um, but also some of the other collaborative things we've done, like the Hive and, and the yeah. Community Impact Grants that we started this year off, and there's probably more to come. So, um, But thank Definitely. you, and to the whole Samueli Foundation team, and, and even the wider team that you mentioned, Honda Center and the Ducks. There's, a, there's a, again, a great example of public-private partnership. So. No, thank you for bringing that. And since you did, I'll, I'll just, you know, since we're here, might as well, I'll take the opportunity to to share more about why I think it's important for the community to know our philosophy in giving and our role um, and, and how it relates to ACF. And just as you said, you know, uh, Henry and Susan, you know, they're the uh, owners of the Ducks and they have their own family foundation and uh, Anaheim is home for them. And so they want to uh, serve Anaheim um, as best as possible. And they do that through their philanthropy. And as a, we're not the traditional um, grant maker. Uh, you know, we don't have uh, a place on our website where you submit and then we review and send out. Um, our, our grant making or our philanthropy is really in our skill set and our capacity. So we do give, but um, as Michelle Freeman once said, that I thought was a great way. She's another one of our staff members. She said, um, when you get money from us, you also get us. <laughs> I love it. Right? I've seen so, that so many times too, absolutely. Yes. So, you know, we we gave to ACF um, and then they also hired me and, and gave me to you as well. And so our, our role with Anaheim, um, as we embark on the for-profit side to do more around the Honda Center, um, we want to be mindful of the philanthropy at the same time. It's not an afterthought. Um, it's actually a forethought. The family is very philanthropic and they want to do more. And in order to do more, um, they, they are going to, they want to earn more as well to do that. It's really all behind the project. So I get to um, really do what I've been doing for the past five years in my role in the, in the nonprofit sector is be a capacity builder. So making sure that the hive is successful alongside ACF, um, uh, we we started the fund of uh, the Anaheim Community Impact Grant, where we identified hubs throughout the city to bring more nonprofits to those hubs, uh, you know, through the funding, but really also helping the city grow and and bringing more resources to the city. So all examples of um, how sometimes you you do need a person behind it. So they do really believe in human capital and and human. Um, support behind the needs that are necessary because you are you, yes they hired an ed of acf but as i'm sure you're realizing it's a lot of work <laughs> and so it's it's nice to have a, a support system so we're Absolutely. happy to do it we're excited to to be a part of acf's growth um because a part of that too is growing philanthropy so we don't want to be the only givers in this um, we don't want to be the only ones um, being a part of the future of giving and philanthropy in Anaheim. We really want to um, help be that, that example. And so we do that through supporting a local community foundation. So we believe in um, the community foundation to uh, push through those three pillars that you talked about earlier. Um, and so if we can be the starting point 
and people then follow uh, uh, the big give, then, and that's, that's typical fundraising um, process anyway, right? You get one give and get others to give along with it. So that's our, that's how could you not want to be part of this, right? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Stories that we're telling, I mean, we're just, we're just scratching the surface, right? Because really the way I talk about it in this, this kind of work is that there's, we often talk about things in features. Here's like, here's the specifics, the date, the time, the place, Mm -hmm. and there's the benefit, right? The benefit, all this work helped make this happen as we've talked about, but there's this benefit of the benefit, right? Whereas like when we are having, say these community impact grants, these hubs in Anaheim, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's things going on at your local library that weren't happening before. And, uh, you know, it inspires this, this student and their family to get their first A or something and go home and tell that story. They're like, that's the benefit of the benefit, right? Yeah. Those are the stories we often don't see as much, but wow, I mean, that I think that's why we are in all the philanthropy, and that, that's why giving feels so good if you're a, if you're yeah. a donor, it's money to make a difference. So, yeah, um, anyway, thank, thank you, you. For, for sharing that because I think that's important to hear um, Stanley Foundation's philosophy and mm-hmm. but also how you philosophy in action by investing mm-hmm. in ATF. And I, you know, you've invested in, in, in growth throughout the nation of the world, really. But I'm yes. so we're very grateful to have that happening. Right here in our city of Anaheim as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. What I'm doing in Anaheim is is minuscule compared to yeah. um, what's going on nationally and globally. We've got our esports. Um, you know, we've got the integrative health system. Um, yeah. So this is uh, this, this is small in comparison, but still still um, important work that we're excited to to embark on. So um, so this is, so as we wrap up, this is just one of several lives that we're gonna be doing um, here on the ACF page. Um, we've got interviews set up with the, um, is it nine, organi- seven organizations total or nine? It's, yeah, I think it's seven other organizations. Plus, seven other. Plus the overall, yes, exactly. So there's seven oh, yeah. other organizations. So as we lead up to June 17th, um, there are going to be others that are going to join us. So uh, tune back in to learn about the others that are going to be coming on. And some of them have some guest, guest speakers that they're bringing on. They're actually going to bring on some, I think one org is going to bring on a youth that so that's in their, yeah, that, that is actually in their program. Um, and I think one person is going to bring a board member. So we've got some fun stuff coming in the next couple of it. weeks. What a great yeah. idea. That's amazing. Yeah. As we, thank uh, you for, roll it for out. giving them the platform to share their story leading up to Impact yeah. Nine Day on June 17th. That's amazing. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Excited to learn from them too. So this is great. Any uh, final thoughts or last words you want to share? Wow. Um, <laughs> now I can be shared so much. Uh, I, yeah. again, I, I said thankful. Thank you. But I guess just thank you to anybody watching, you know, it's uh, yeah. um, for tuning in and if you, you know, resharing this with others um, and yeah. I just, there's more to come. I mean, as much as we've talked about, I think we're yeah. just, we're just getting started. And I think that's what's makes it so exciting. So. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, John. Well, um, then good luck on uh, impact giving day. I'm excited to, as it approaches. So, okay. Uh, hang All on right. tight too. Okay. Okay. All right.